Yes, 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 everybody. Welcome, welcome. Happy Friday. You're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox. Before we hop into it today, the message of the week. And it is, if you are able to somehow consume this broadcast, that means you've overcome 100% of your worst days. And that's a pretty freaking good batting average. Wouldn't you say, Justin? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Awesome. With that, I'd like to welcome Justin Reeves to the show. Uh, we met in none other than Lance Knobs uh, clubhouse room a couple weeks ago. Uh, very captivating fellow. You know, we talk about Lance on this show so much. He's probably listening right now, too. Uh, we should just <laughs> rename it the We Love Lance show. <laughs> Lance has been he's been so awesome. Don't worry. You can you bring him in. Smack him, whatever you want to do. You got your kids. <laughs> you got, what's up? What's up? It's all right. Say hi. It's all good. You got to get you got to get used to this kind of stuff. You're coming up next. <laughs> I got I got three as well. So none of this is uh, none of this is is shocking to me. I know the I know the struggle. Yeah, so, how you doing today? Great. Everything's great, man. So speaking of speaking of struggle, <laughs> I want you to take this first, uh, you know, this first portion and just kind of like describe to everybody similar to you did the way you did in Lance's room, like what your story was like from, from birth to whenever you want, whenever I feel, whenever you want to stop or I cut you off. <laughs> All right. I got you. I got you. Um, before I start there, I do want to um spread light on the situation. Um, yeah. It was brought to my attention. There was a 14 year old kid on um a close friends of mine's uh, one of his football players got killed, um, shot and killed. He was 14 years old. Um, a month. And um, I just want to give a, a light on that situation um, that we do got to stop the violence. We 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 need to stop. There's no way uh, 14-year-olds should be getting right. out here getting shot and killed. There is no way. And we have to find a way to stop the violence in the streets. Um, yeah, I just want to spread light. Yeah, and that's and that's a kind of a cornerstone of everything that you're trying to 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 do. With uh, we'll talk about your book and everything later, but yeah, there'll be um, what about me? Um, yeah. About me, um, hi everybody. I'm I'm JD, the author. Uh, I came I came up. Um, I grew up. I was born in foster care. Uh, I was a crack baby. Um, they told me I wasn't gonna make it past 18. I had I had a few people. A lot of people actually told me that I wouldn't I wouldn't make it to see my 18th birthday. Past my 18th birthday. Um, I'm 28 now. Uh, I, I grew up in foster care. Uh, I went I went through it. Got a Got adopted at 11. Um, when I ended up getting adopted, I, I was in the streets hard already. I ended up getting incarcerated young at an early age. So I, I grew up faster than I was supposed to. Um, I spent a lot of my life in the streets. I had started having kids at an early age. I had my first son, who y'all seen earlier. His name is Josiah. He was in the background right there. <laughs> I had him at 17. Um, and I had my next one at 18, next one at 19. Um, before you know it, I had three kids. And um, from there, I've just been in the streets. And I and now, here I am. I survived and I made it through. I've been through um, homelessness, went through the shelter program. I'm a single dad out here trying to make it. I'm a single dad out here trying to make it. I started, um, I started a book publishing company in the shelter while I was in the shelter. With my kids, I started a book publishing company because um, writing has always been my passion. It's always been my escape. Growing up, I ain't had too many. I ain't had too many people to talk to. I ain't had too many people to confide into. So 
writing was something I did like low key that nobody really like knew. It, it would be something that I kept to myself. Like it was the way I could express myself. So I used to do it. And then one time I just started putting, I, one day I was just really going through it when COVID happened and I was, I was going through it. I was just, I was like at my breaking point and it was like, Nothing else I felt like I could do. So I just wrote something and I threw it online and it got so much positive feedback. And then it, it, it and people was telling me how inspiring it is. And it just, it's like the light bulb just went off. It's like, you know, I, and I found my purpose and I found out what my purpose was in that moment. My purpose is I'm a light. My job is to be a light and help other people see the light in themselves. And and do you recall what that what the nature of that post was? Was it like something on Facebook? Was it like was it really long? Was it something? It was short? a blog. It was a yeah. blog. It's called. It's actually on my website. It's called "I Am Not Okay, But I Will Be," it, and it's just it's just stating that you know it's it's okay to say you're not okay. Yeah. It's, it's okay to realize that you're hurting. It's okay to to know you're messed up. It's okay to know these things, right? But what you're gonna do? You're gonna sit there. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna pout about it. You're gonna cry. You're not. You're gonna stay in there. You're gonna like beat you up. Continue to beat you up. Or you're gonna fight back. I choose so, to fight back. Yeah, we're the show is all about fighting, man. Uh, that's that's the common denominator here. Um, and and where did where did the major exposure from that blog post come from? Was it through your website? Was it through social media? Was it through like through social party? media online? Um, posting different mental health groups. And um, just getting a lot of people just just asking to talk and just asking like, and just telling me, I, yo, you're giving me hope. You gave, you you're doing it. You're doing it with your kids. Look at you, like, and like even just walking down the street, like some of the toughest guys to some of the most successful people, call me an inspiration, and it just be like, to me, I still feel like I'm me. Like I don't feel like I'm doing anything special. I just feel like I'm me. But like when when people tell me they're inspired the way I am with my kids, the way I what I'm doing, it, it does touch me. It does make me feel like you know what I'm, I'm going in the right direction. And it's about it's about time. It's about time. You know, it took a little <laughs> while, but it's never too late. It's, it's never too late. Well, I think that comes down to sincerity and honesty too, because you know there's a bunch of people out there spitting you know solutions for your problems and for your life, but some of them you know they're they're, they're their solutions are a little skeptical. So when you when you get it from somebody that's just like you can tell that they are just as real as it gets, um, that you can inspire anybody because you you don't know like what everybody else is going through. You know, exactly. the wealthiest investment banker, he could be having a, a tough time in life. Exactly. You, know? exactly. you just never know where like like you said, being light where where it's gonna come from. And, and we don't get to choose where it comes from. But once you see it, right, you're like, yo, I want some more. I want exactly, more. exactly, man. It's, it's, it's actually a beautiful feeling, like, to, to have, to find your purpose. And it's like a lot of people right now living and they just, they're just surviving. Like, I know a lot of people, there's a, a lot of my friends. I got a lot of my friends that's still in, in the neighborhoods, that's still out there. There's a lot of my friends that don't even... They just they don't really have no real plan. They just they just they just here to survive. They just want to make it to the next. Their only plan is to make it to the next day. And um and I I was always one that knew I, I I had more to do in life. Like no matter what my situation was, no matter how down I was, no matter how bad I was doing, I knew that there was something bigger I was supposed to be doing. And, and I always remembered that, and I always kept it. And I, and I guess that's what kept me going. 
And that's, that's always what kept me going. Cause it's like, okay, it's something I, I'm supposed to do. I have a purpose. I'm not, I wasn't just born just to be born. I wasn't born to only survive and make it to the next day. You know, while a lot of my friends going to prison and, and doing other things, it was like, even though I was, I was engaging in a lot of the same activities, but on different for me was I was going home at night to my kids. I didn't have to, I got to escape and I got to go home to my kids. And it was just, and that also helped me. And that I found purpose in that and being a dad. Well, I've heard many times that it's often hard to figure out how to get something done. Like, especially a long goal. You're like, I want to get out of a homeless shelter. I want to build a business or whatever. It's really hard. If you take that on, you know, it's kind of overwhelming, but if you know why you want to do it, that will be the fuel to get you through those times. And it seems to me like you having that, that inner sense of purpose, even when everything was like the world was crumbling around you, that's what helped you hang on and, and get through. Exactly. Exactly. Um, looking deep within, you know, like I, 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 like, um, I put a writing on my, on my website, the last one, um, like taking life for granted. Um, and it, I was talking about basically like how my brother's suicide really affected me um, mm-hmm. and how it made me stop taking life for granted, you know? And um, just, you think you always, sometimes you could think you always got tomorrow. I can always, you know, and it's like, you, we take the small things for granted. Just like, just appreciating just to wake up, open our eyes. Like there's a lot of people that we don't even realize there's a lot of people that didn't get to do that. Right. There's a lot of people that didn't get to, to, to kiss their loved one or didn't get to see their loved one. There's a lot of people that didn't get to do that. So just starting my day with that, just being thankful for just waking up in itself. It, it was the first step of it. Right. And understand, appreciating that I'm alive. So t- with today in this 24 hours, I could do whatever I, I can. I could, I could fulfill <laughs> my purpose. I could give my my maximum potential today. Oh, right, yesterday was bad. But guess what? Today is another day. I woke up today. Right. Yeah. So that and that's that's the things I had to learn and I'm learning. I'm still learning as we go. Yeah, we all are. But I think uh, the people that are that are still in the game of learning are the ones who are really going to get ahead. Um, you you grew up in New York. All, all yeah, I grew up in happened. New York and down south. I got I got best of both worlds. I got oh, to nice. live up north. I got to live down south. I got to I got to get a taste of everything. I got to get a taste of many environments, many places. I, I, I haven't had too much stability in my life as I really never really live somewhere consistently for two years. Like in my life, I have never lived one place for two years yeah. at a time. So um, whether it be, even if my um, adopted parents had a house, I would either be in and out the house because due to incarceration or whatever the case was, I, I, I've never stayed one location for two years. And that's that's a personal goal for me just to be able to do that. So that's those are the things I got on, on my bucket list. Okay, Justin, you need to have a house for five years. I want to have the same address for five years, you know? Right. I know, man. I lived that way for a long time, too. Uh, what part of the South were you in? Um, I was in Columbia, South Carolina. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm from Tennessee originally, and I lived in uh, Virginia for a while as well. So I know wow. I know the South. I've been up here yeah. for 20 years. but <laughs> The South is definitely a different world. It's a trip, man. It's a trip. And I like, you know, it's funny. I appreciate certain things about the South more now that I've been gone for so long. Yeah. And, and things about the North start to annoy me. So I'm like, okay, you know, like neither, neither is ideal at this point of my life right. in, in age of maturity. I'm like, all right. I just love to travel. Let's just travel. Let's just travel yeah. the world. <laughs> right. That's what I need. I need to travel. I, 
You know, so sometimes New York is too much. Sometimes the South is too oh. much. Everything just just let me travel. I like to travel. Yeah. That's what I love. That's what exactly. I love. I enjoy that too. All right, we're gonna take our first break. All right, you guys hang tight. We'll be back in just a minute. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 5, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back, everybody. If you're just tuning again, happy Friday. You're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox. This week, we're keeping it local, staying right. Well, are you in New York right now, Justin? You're muted right now. You got to unmute. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Go. I'm yes, in Queens. No, you're in Queens. Queens and yeah. Brooklyn in the house. The 718. Uh, so, yeah, keeping it. it local, talking with uh, with Justin Reeves, also known as JD, the author. Um, we'll get into a little bit more on that here shortly. Um, what was I going to ask you? Um, well, actually, we just hop right into that. Uh, the question pertains to that. You mentioned um, earlier that like when COVID hit, that's when you really were like, all right, I need to get this like book thing happening. Yeah, and- um, definitely. Um, a lot stemmed from that. Me, number one, wanting to do, wanting to show my kids something different, right? Um, showing them that no matter what adversity you go through, if you work hard, you can persevere. No matter how hard life come at you, you, you can do it, right? It, it doesn't matter what life throws at you. You fight and you go for it. If you want it, you go after it, right? I don't, um, I haven't fully completed anything. The only last thing I could say I fully completed was getting my GD, right? That was the last thing. Even going to college, um, I, I, I kept good grades, but I didn't, I didn't get all the way through. So, so 
me completing some something was a personal goal. Then watching COVID happen is like, you know, a nine to five guy. I've never really too much been um, to anybody that does it. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm not knocking it. Not for me, though. Not saying I'm not a good worker, but the idea of somebody paying me, I could work as hard as I want to work and I can't make no more money than what you say I can make. Oh, that idea never sat right with me. Um and then watching people get fired and then, oh, now they now you got to depend and they have no other avenue. That had a lot to do with it. And um, and another thing that had something to do with it is showing people from my community that come from the backgrounds I come from that you can do it. You you might not you, you might not be a good rapper, you might not be a good basketball player, you might not, you might not be a good football player or athlete. But guess what? You could use your brain and you could do something. You could still do it. You could still come from the bottom and you could you could still work your way and get to the top. So that's why this is so personal for me to become successful, because I want to show a lot of kids and a lot a lot of people who's like me, a lot of people that you can do it. It's, it's possible. This is very possible. You just got to you got to go for it. You got to make that opportunity and you got to take that opportunity. You just reminded me what I was originally going to ask you. I saw in some of your social media, you were in, um, like re- it looked like recording studios. Yes. Do, you have, do you have some experience in the music yeah, industry? Um, yeah, I went, um, I went to a school for audio engineering. Right, um, right, right, right. Yes. Um, I used to rap too. You know, I was actually all right. I was actually all right. I was all right at it. Um, but, you know, and that, that never worked out. It's okay. Right. Some things don't work out. We, we want to, we, we make a plan. And it doesn't always go the way you want it to go, but that doesn't mean that you don't have a big purpose in life. That doesn't mean there's no big purpose for you, right? So I had to had to go within, dig within deep. It's still creative. It's still the same. It's almost mm-hmm. the same thing. It's it's almost it's parallel. Except I'm not making a bunch of people dance. I'm just I'm just talking real raw, and I'm just giving really. It's the same thing. I'm telling you my story. But, I, I, yeah, asked I, I used to love the music. Yeah, I asked that because I I have a musical background myself. I was a, I've been a musician since I was a kid. Actually, went to school for it. I was a freelancer, and and I was talking to a, a guest a few weeks ago about this. How you know you often find people with like entrepreneurial leanings coming from the creative background. So whether they're musicians or chefs, like chefs end up opening restaurants and, and doing like really amazing things. And I think that the creative aspect is is something that really draws us to entrepreneurship because it's it's the same, you know, like you just said, you're not making people dance, but it's, it's very creative. You get to, you know, you, you, you really become, you know, the, the, the king of your own destiny in a way. And, and I feel you like, we have a lot of parallels, man. We're like, I didn't, for 20 years, I didn't live in a place for more than two years. 20 years straight, just like hop and hop and hop and hop and hop and uh, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of crime as well. And and so you kind of got it coming from both sides. And I did, too. You know, like the, the streets are hustling, you know, and you, you really have to learn to fend for yourself. You've got all these and not knocking college, but you got a lot of school kids that just don't know how to do that, you know. And exactly, exactly. like one of my one of my first one of my first kids was selling dime bags. You know what I'm saying? And wow. we were just like we were kids. Yeah. And we were just like I'm talking like 13, 14 years old, and yeah. like walking around with a wad of cash. You know, I, I liked I I liked the I liked the chaos yeah. that came with it. I liked and same. I've never done a nine to five thing. It's just like not for me. Um, 
but I think it's important for, for us as we're like going forward because we end up in these crazy situations, right? In these crazy positions where you've got to make decisions and you're like, did normal people have to do this? And the answer is often no, they don't. Like yeah. we, 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 I, I read this article is about um, people's responses to snakes. So they were saying like, if you have like a hundred people in a, in a room and you come in and you just like drop a bag of snakes, like just open a bag of snakes up in the middle of the room, they said 40% are going to start running and not even know why they're running. They, if you ask them, why are you running? They won't even know. Another 40% will run and you ask them why you're running and they'll be like, there's snakes. And then yeah. 10% will like, like 10 to 15% will just stand at the perimeter of the room and watch and just be like, Ooh, that's crazy. And then five will go in and actually try to capture the snakes. Exactly. So as we're like in these situations, we have to kind of assess and it's hard, you know, uh, assess which, which person am I, am I like going to grab the snakes? Am I watching? And it, you might be a different person on a, any given day, depending on like, you know, exactly. It depends on the mood, right? <laughs> yeah. Like what's happening in your world. It's crazy, but I think you've got a lot going for you with the creative background. Clearly, you know, if you're if you're like writing the way you are, you've got experience in music um, and, and even studied some of the technical application of it. Um, yeah. You know, you've got that going for you. And then just and just like the the the, the lack of risk aversion from like yeah. the streets. It's just like, yeah, this is what people do every day, you know, so. You, you know, you want me to be concerned about like this as far as business goes. You, like, you begin you know, to normalize. You, you begin to normalize yeah. a lot of craziness. Yes. You start normalizing things that's not normal. <laughs> and like my brain, like it just like you know, you know, I done seen so many things in my life. Like I, I, I'm, I'm young. I'm nine years old. I seen somebody get killed, right? Yeah. And that's not normal. But by the time the third person I seen get killed, it was like. Yeah. It's life. This is what yeah. you want me to say. So I was like, like, you know, what do I what do you do? A lot of the things that, that happen in, in our communities, and that's why, you know, I, I don't want to get too too right, but the name of the book is post-traumatic streets disorder. Because is a lot of the stuff that, that traumatized me, I normalize. And you don't even realize you trauma, you don't even realize you traumatized because you're just going mm-hmm. through it. You just you're just going through it. You're just going through the daily motions every day. You going through this, you're going through that, you're going through this, and it just it just becomes second nature. And it's like it's normal. Now it's normal. This is I have to go through these things. Like right? looking over my so- shoulder is something that's that's second secondary to me. It's like oh, okay. I, now when I go in rooms, I'm automatically scanning the whole room. As soon as I walk in, I just scan the whole room. I'm looking for every possible sense of danger because I've been in a situation where there was people in the room who wanted to kill me. Right. So I have to. All right, I can't. All right, let me let me keep my back to the door. Let me stay close to the door. So it's like now I'm breaking all these bad habits and everything as I go through life, as I as I shake through, as I as I pull that other leg out the streets and I and I go forward and I fly high like an eagle. And it's and it's a lot of things you got to do. Yeah. Well, we touched on this in that clubhouse room. I don't know if you remember me saying, but you were you know you were asking about dealing with. With with the stress of all this, like you're you're, yeah. you're embarking on this this entrepreneurial journey now, and uh, you know we, I mentioned that uh, anxiety is fear of the future, and depression is fear of the past, and that's like exactly. exactly what you're talking about. And your ability to get through it, I think, is resiliency, where you just like compartmentalize that, and you're just like, all right, I'm here. I got to show up for my kids. I got aspirations. Like exactly. that's being resilient, but at a certain point you do have to address it. And I think 
um, I think you sharing it is part of, is part of that, that healing process. Mm-hmm. You know, your ability to like teach it to other people is actually you passing it on. I think there's you know what a I lot of power in that. You know what I learned through this? The hardest step is always the first step, right? Yeah, <laughs> big time. That's, that's the hardest step. When you first start walking, the first step is the hardest because you're going to fall. Like, you're going to fall. And, and most people are fearful of the fall, right? When, you, when you're when starting your business, it's the what if this don't work. In my mind, why wouldn't it? Right? So we, all this. Yeah, <laughs> no, we can work. T- we're going to take another break in a minute. I don't want to get it too deep on that. But I wanted to bring up another gentleman who's been on the show who I also met through Lance's room. Uh, Lance author is an amazing guy. He's amazing, man. We love Lance. That's going to be the, yeah. that'll be the, that'll be like the subtitle of this show. <laughs> um, he had a, he had an author named Chris Kelso who came on, uh, who wrote a book about imposter syndrome. Are you familiar with imposter syndrome and what that is? Um, no, I'm not. So it's essentially what you just said. Like you second guessing if you're good enough for the situation. So like you go through whatever you went through in life and you decide, Hey, I'm going to write a book and start a book company. And, but you're like, I don't have a college degree. I didn't grow up writing, maybe, but you've gotten really good feedback. Like, yo, you should do this. And inside of you, you're like, I want to do this. But then you just, you know, when you're laying in bed at night, you're like, man, I'm not good enough for this. I'm not the person. I'm not the guy that's imposter syndrome. And so Chris wrote this whole book and he's, he does talks and everything on dealing with that. But the other thing that he uh, talked about was the business of writing a book. And he, in, as, as, as well, got the inspiration. He had already started, you know, prior to COVID, but when COVID hit and he was just doing like Zoom calls every day, he was like, well, now's the time. That's why I was asking like how that yeah. played out for you. You know, you, yeah. were, you thinking, were you thinking about writing a book before yeah, uh, yeah, it's been COVID. Yeah, way before. Since I was 15. I wanted to write a book since I was 15 years old. Well, nice. I, was, I was actually incarcerated again. Like, I, I, was, I guess I was incarcerated a lot throughout my teenage years, adolescent. So, like, one of those times, like, I used to do speeches. Um, I won a speech competition. Um, And I wanted to tell my story. It's just I didn't know, like, it, you, I always thought myself out of the thought. And there's other times in my life I would go through things. I was like, yo, I should really write about this because somebody, it'd be interesting. Then you go down, you sit down and you come up, you come up with a page or two and you're just like, ooh, that's that's not it, right? Well, how am I end it? How am I, I don't got this. I don't got this credential. I don't got, so you start thinking yourself out of all these thoughts. And then the last time I took, I, I, I took, a, I took a dive at it, I, I, I blocked every thought and every negative thing, everybody out. And I, and I said, you know what? I'm going to get this done. I was determined. And I knew, I know once I'm determined, nothing's stopping me. I know that. And I knew only thing could stop me is me. I knew that. Yeah. And nobody could tell my story. Nobody can tell my story the way I'm going to tell it. So it's like, go at it. What you're, you're right. going to do? What are you going to do? Like, if you do the same thing, you get the same results. That's the, that's the definition of insanity, right? Right. So mm-hmm. I'm going to keep being insane and thinking something's going to change for me, or am I going to go and change it myself? And I had to realize, yo, ain't nothing's going to change until you change it. A book is not going to get written until you sit down and you write it. You go through the process. And it's a process, but it's a, it's a, and it's a journey. But I love every bit of it. Well, it's all about the journey, right? The end goal, that's less impressive than the journey. Exactly. All right, we're going to take our second break. We'll be back in just a few, everybody. Hang tight. Do you feel uninformed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? 
Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back, everybody. If you're just tuning in, the Entrepreneurial Web, I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox. Today, we are keeping it local here in Brooklyn and Queens, the 718, talking with Justin Reeves, otherwise known as JD, the author. Man, it's got a great story of resilience growing up hard in the streets, orphans, uh, moving around, not spending more than two years in a single residence his entire life, raising three kids as a single dad along the way. And somehow he squeaked out a book in the middle of all this. Um, and I, I want to really like focus on, on the book in, in this portion of the show and, um, and learn more about, um, you know, what the purpose of the book is. And then you also are, are building, if I recall correctly from our clubhouse discussion, a platform for other authors yeah. that have come up similar to you. So Give us give us some background and, and insight um, into that. Uh, the book is called Post Traumatic Streets Disorder. Uh, a battle name. within. That's a, a great battle name. within, right? <laughs> it's a battle because you when you're trying to when you're when you've been doing things one way your whole life, you become accustomed to it, right? Your mind becomes accustomed to that. Your mind is used to doing things one way, so. Now, as I try to shift my life into success and into doing better things, I'm trying to 
shake old bad habits. I'm trying to, you're going to, I'm going to take you through my journey and you're going to see the the mindset of me now and all the things I've been through. And it's about them because you got to get your other leg out the street. You got to shake bad habits. You got to let go of the old ways, the old, the old way of thinking, the, the always being on defense, always being ready to, to, you know, to do what you got to do, whatever it is, whatever that is, always ready for something bad to happen. Cause when you, especially when you're in the streets, you, you get used to things bad happening. Right. I know you, I know you know about that. I do. You, and you I expect that, right. You expect yeah. that to happen. And <laughs> well, it's just, funny. It's funny. Cause I opened, a, I've opened a couple of restaurants, but I, I have another one and I'm sitting in it right now. And my recipe for success is expect that every day is going to suck. And if it doesn't, then great. But just like you have to go into it, in, especially in this industry that way. And, and the, one of the main reasons I wanted you to come on the show is after listening to you talk is, is to really like hammer that nail that, you know, people are, people are very comfortable. People have almost unrealistic, unrealistic expectations. And I think when COVID hit and the world got paused, everybody understood a little better, like their fragility, like, Oh, you know, I'm expandable, right? I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I can be let go like this. Yeah, like, big time. This company, you think this company love you, but you just another, you're just another person they paying on their payroll. So, yeah. yeah. So when this came down, when it all went down for me, I was like, oh, this is just another day in the restaurant industry. Like someone's always coming at us, <laughs> you know, if it ain't yeah. state, it's customers. This <laughs> is like always uh, the pipes breaking, shit catching fire, you know, it was like, whatever, man, it's just another day. Um, so yeah. I, yeah, just, you know, it, hearing you say these things is, it just, you know, really puts a smile on my face because I think more people need to understand this and, and, and I hope your book really, uh, serves as, it seems to me like you're, you're, you are hoping that the book serves as like a reference, like it's a story, but it's also a reference for people to understand, like, here's some tactics hope. for, yeah. Find hope. It's about finding hope to understand, to look at me when they read this, what they're going to say is. Wow, he made it through. He didn't, I didn't make no excuses. I didn't, I never made one excuse for myself. I never felt sorry for myself. I just did what I always had to do. I just, my mindset, what's next? Okay, well, this happened, what's next? You know, I, I'm not going to say I, I I don't battle depression. I have my battles. I, I battle depression still to this day. I, I have a lot of many battles that I'm fighting. That That's what makes the book because it's like you're getting the raw emotions of it while I'm going through it. It's not something, I didn't get through nothing yet. Like, like, so for nobody, I didn't get through nothing yet. This I'm currently still going through most of these things now. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of it, a lot, a lot of the trauma, I'm still letting it go. I'm, I'm, I'm just able to accept the fact that I never seen my mother's face a day in, in my life. I'm just able to, to rationalize that in my life. I'm just able to accept those things. Right. And I, I, I'm able to accept the things I went wrong and the things I've done and understanding. Okay. You put yourself in certain positions, right? You can't blame yourself for things that happen then. You can't blame no one. Everything from this day forward is up to you and what you do. I can't make excuses and say, oh, I went through this. So this, yeah, this is why I'm doing this. No, no, no. Yeah, you went through that, but you made it through. You didn't die. You didn't die in that moment, right? I tried to commit suicide when I, when I was in high school. I had a gun to my head. The gun didn't go off, right? I didn't die in that moment. So... Why, why make an excuse for anything in life? Why, why make an excuse if I, if I wasn't supposed to be where I'm at? I wouldn't have made it here. I wouldn't have made it to this point. I wouldn't have made it this far. So why can't I go any further? But now I got to shake these demons. I'm shaking, I'm shaking all these demons. I'm battling. I'm battling myself 
I'm not battling nobody else. This is a battle versus me versus me. And that and that's why it, and that's what this book is about. Nice. Um, you have some cover art already put together. Have you have you printed any books yet? Is the the goal to print? Are you looking at more of a digital release? And um, are you? It's gonna be it's gonna be physical copies. It's gonna be mm-hmm. it's, it's probably gonna be digital first. Uh, it's gonna be physical copies, and it's gonna be an audio book. I'll mm-hmm. probably go through one of my um. One of my big bros, he owned a studio, was doing was doing incredible. It's called V12 Studios. So if you're in Columbia, I just want to give him a shout out real quick at V12. Nice. Go check him out. Um, it's 3007 Broad River Road. Please go check that out. And yeah, he, he's making a change too. So there's a lot of people in the community doing great things. And then so, in yeah. terms of getting the book like all together, because like, you know, I have aspirations to write a book too. I have nowhere, yeah. no idea where to start though. And I'm like, wait, how many pages? What like I'm good for like 10, 20 maybe, but um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. a lot of work. That's a lot yeah. of work. Um, did you did are you self-publishing? I like when I talk to I'm self-publishing. Okay. Um you're doing it all yourself. I, one of my biggest inspirations was Nipsey Hustle. Mm-hmm. Um and and his the way he took his route, the the things he did, the way he he said he arrived to take the stairs, because you learn more. The journey it makes the journey better, cause cause you get to do things your way. Yeah. So I, I took a lot of the things, a lot of the things he he did, and and I I put it into what I'm doing, and I understand that like nobody's gonna be able to to do. It's gonna care about something the way I care about it. That's mine, right? Regardless of what. If you let me in your car, I'm never going to drive it the way you... I'm never going to care about your car the way you're going to care about yeah. your car, right? So, and it's the, that's the way I feel about this book I'm putting out that there's not a publishing company. I, they, I'm pretty sure they, they'll give me but a lot of money to do this. To me, it's not really about the money. It's more about getting the story out there. And ain't nobody's going to do it the way I'm going to do it. Nobody's going to be able to market it the way... I'm marketing. They might be able to put more money into it, but they're not going to be able to get as personal as I'm going to get with yeah. people to get it out there to get this message across. Because this message needs to be getting across to the people. And and the platform that you were de- kind of describing on Clubhouse um, that is also to serve as a framework for other people like yourself to to get a book or whatever. Yeah, it is I want to tell they, that people that want to tell their story. Dog, there's a lot of people with a story to tell that just. And they may not know how they might have to know the platform to go. Mm-hmm. So, and that's where I'm going to come in at. I'm going to definitely, it's kids out there that I, I know there's kids that want to write that, that might want to tell their story who's going through stuff, you know? Because my story is nowhere near the worst story. I'm just the one that's willing to tell it. So, there's people out there that definitely want to do it. They just don't know how. And and that's definitely where I'm going to come in at. Yeah. And probably some raw talent that just might not yes. have the opportunity otherwise. So do you, en- do you envision this more for specifically writing? Or are you thinking of other forms of media as well, including like... Um, like definitely other video? forms of media. Yeah. Definitely other forms of media. Um, as, as we go along, it's gonna, I'm going to learn more. I'm going to gain more knowledge to things. And, um, and definitely, um, my thing is to get into motivational speaking. That's, that's one of the number one things that I, I'm going to get into, that I'm going to be doing soon, going to colleges, going to schools, going to jails, Going to youth programs, foster homes, group homes, shelters, wherever, just to just to get out here and, and motivate the people and, and um and, and be an inspiration, be a light. And, and just out of curiosity, how did you connect with Lance? Um, I connected through Lance through my editor. Okay, Matt. so you do have, you do have an editor at least? Yes, I do. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, like I'm yeah. like I can write a bunch, but it's gonna be a mess. It's gonna be a hot Me, mess. Uh, 
You have I somebody think I'm that. very serious what I do. I'm either I'm a type of person I'm either all in. If I'm not all in with something, then I'm not gonna waste my time with it. So I I'm, I take everything I do really serious. So I'm all in with this. So I I know I need to add the proof with yeah. it. It's, it's a okay. lot of steps. It's a lot of process yeah. that scares people from writing books. Hell, I I put a part in my book. I said um one of the things that kept me from even completing the good the book was having a happy ending. But then I had to realize my happy ending is I'm still alive. I don't yeah. need a happy ending, right? Because I'm still living. So that is the happy ending that I survived, that I made it through, that I, I'm making it through. So I didn't need to find a happy ending. So it just things like that could get in your way. Oh, how thinking of how somebody going to think about this, how this person going to receive that. A lot of things could get in your way. And if that gets in your way, I just say, block out the noise, block out all of it and just go for it. If that's what you want to do, if a book is what you want to write, if you want to tell your story, get it out there. Start writing. Just keep writing, keep writing, keep writing. That's what I do. I write every day. Yeah. They, you know, sometimes tunnel vision is good. Just it's really good. Every, it's really good. Tune everything else out. So your editor connected you with Lance and was your first time kind of driving with him on the clubhouse room? Um, no, um, no, actually, um, he, he helps me with a lot of business affairs. Um, okay. Get my so business you, together. So I got, I got, um, you, you've done like not, a, a jolt with him and everything. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've done it too. Yeah. Yeah. Denali Consulting. Um, if y'all need, anybody need help with business, please go to Lance. Lance is a great guy. I'm telling you, he's going to help you. He's going to help you. Yeah. He's going to help you. So definitely. 100% agree. Yeah. I did. I did the jolt and I did, uh, I think I did two mastermind sessions. So it was like, I guess they're like one every two weeks for, for 12 weeks. So maybe I did like 12 of them total. Great stuff, man. Great yeah, stuff. Yeah, it is. Just, it really is. It, it really even, is. It really is. It, even when you got me to this point. He got me yeah. to this point. He got the shirts nice. made. He makes sure I'm on top of my business. Affairs. Yes. He always checking in. He's like, did you hit your goal? You know, where, yep. where are we at? Like, oh, okay, I got it. I got to get it together. All right, like, you be like, Oops. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, exactly. I've seen I've seen grown men weep at his feet. <laughs> I'm kidding. For real, for real. All right. We're gonna take one more break and come back. I want to talk about your shirt. I want to talk about social media and 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 you know, give you a chance to really let everybody know where they can uh, get in touch with you, learn more about you. So you all hang tight. We'll be right back. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. 
every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. everybody last set let's make it our best welcoming to the show once again justin reeves aka jd the author tell us about the shirt let's hear it you've been dying to tell about talk about this shirt the whole show I'm definitely dying to tell y'all about this shirt um when i got on they will be on sale soon i don't know if y'all can see it can i see it yeah. this is this the theme is spread the love um it says if you're reading this someone loves you and it got of course the book ptsd um and the theme of the shirt was for my basically dedicated to my brother, um, like I said, who killed himself February 10th. Uh, it's just about basically spreading the love and making sure you get that message because just reminding somebody that somebody loves them could save their life. Like, I wish somebody yeah. would have reminded him in that moment that, you know, because life is about moments. So just because the moment right now is bad, the next moment might not be bad. The next yeah. moment could be your breakthrough moment. So, and I wish somebody would have reminded him. So, that's with these shirts, and they will be on sale on the website soon. Um, going up soon within the next 24 to 48 hours, it will be on the website. Nice. And what's so the please website? Support, please support. And um, I'm definitely going to partner with um, a suicide prevention group and mental health groups and get and some of the proceeds will go to them. Nice. What's the, uh, what's the website? Um, the website is www.jdtheauthor.com. And then, so across pretty much most social media, too, on Facebook and Instagram, you're just Justin Reeves. I'm sorry, Facebook and, and LinkedIn, you're Justin Reeves. Twitter and uh, Instagram, it's JD the Author. The website's jdtheauthor.com. Correct. Yeah, and um, the, my author page is Justin the Author. They didn't okay. let me do the JD, so it's Justin the Author. Okay. On, on the, if you want to look just for the, you don't want to send me a friend request, you just want to like the author page, um, it's Justin the Author on Facebook. Gotcha. Um, and, uh, I think I remember you saying you're messing with TikTok also. <laughs> um, I want to, I want to, I, 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 I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get the young ones to show me. I, I'm like an old man. Like, it's like yeah, I don't no, I know, man. like, I'm so out of tune with everything. I I've been, I'm older than you. And if I can do it, you can do it too. I blew up on TikTok. It's what? Yeah, you're like the fifth person to tell me that. It's really not hard. And I think you could, you could get, I could even show you like later, like next week, just with the, the little, little, little clips from this show, how you can just like, boom, like it's really great. It's a, it's a great promotional tool. 
And that's like leading into my next question is, so, you know, you've got the shirts now. When does the book drop? When are you? The book will be out in September. Um, The the video would be the video. It's going to be a promo video. And when Mm -hmm. the promo video, I'll be releasing the date for everybody. And then when the pre-orders come out. So be stay tuned. Keep watching. Um, Keep watching. I got more interviews coming. Um, A couple more. I got a lot of a lot of promotional runs. So I'm going to be at a lot of events in the city. So just it's coming. It's coming. You're going to see the flies. It's going to be all over the city. It's going to be all over the city. We're going to do really well. Uh, We're we taking over the title. Number one, becoming a bestselling author. That's 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 what it is. That's what I'm nice. going to be a bestselling author. Nice. From 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 street selling to best selling. That's what I'm yeah. looking at. Nice. That's a great, great motto. Um, so that was what I was going to ask. You kind of answer some of it. Do you have some live events coming up, some in-person events that you're going to you're going to promote the book? Um, you utilizing social, you got a video that you're going to, that you're going to utilize, that you're going to yes, create. Yes. And, uh, um, promo video coming soon. Yeah. We got promo videos coming soon. Um, we got, we got a few more surprises. We got a few more surprises. Um, you don't have to tell them all. That's okay. Yeah. We're going to, um, and we're going to also, um, be speaking soon at, um, different places. So if anybody need me to come speak, uh, right now, you could, you could, you could book me. I'm willing to come talk. So. And um, your experience with Clubhouse was was Lance's room your first time on there? Or have you already been working yeah. on Clubhouse? As no, well? that's that's my first time. I, I'm I'm a newbie to all to the yeah. social media. Thing. I was just a, before this before all this life. I was just a person to share stuff on Facebook, might post about my kids, but that was that was really it. Yeah, I wasn't too big on social media. Like I said, it's the the street mentality. I can't give up too much. You know, I can't yeah. tell you what I'm doing because it'll get me in trouble. But now, so like I said, escaping a lot of those those, those mindsets. And just focus, you know, like just make it about the book. Cause me too, man. Exactly. I wasn't on, I wasn't on social much at all before starting the show two years ago, but that now it's like most of what I talk about and it's just like highlighting stories like yours. Like, I feel like I'm just, I'm just sharing other people's like the best of other people. I'm sharing everybody else's greatest hits. Cause I just, I want, I want people to feel better too. You know, I think your, your message is very powerful that people need to hear that. There's a lot of people complaining that maybe shouldn't be complaining cause they got it pretty good, you know? And if you just take a step back, uh, and you know, read, read someone's book like yours, listen to your story, even, even just consuming a little bit of media from you. Maybe you've got like a 15 second TikTok or a 30 second, you know, uh, video on Instagram just to give a little perspective. I think, I think it's, there's a there's huge potential for that. Yeah, definitely. Um, complaining doesn't work. <laughs> complaining is not going to work. <laughs> uh, if anybody thinking complaining is going to work, man, I'm gonna be honest with you. Nobody cares. Nobody I hate cares. to say it. I know it sounds harsh. Nobody cares. Everybody got problems. Everybody yeah. got a problem. So it's like complaining is, and complaining is never going to solve it. You and most people know what to do because it's in their essence. What you're supposed to do is already. You you just don't want to do what you're supposed to do. But nine out of ten, most people know what to do. They just right. don't want to do what they're right. supposed to do. So people got it. They just some people just need to be pushed and just need to hear that. And yeah, and that's why I come in at. That's that's where JD right. the author comes in at. Well, they're getting that nudge, whether they want it or not. Like over the last exactly. eighteen months, and it they it ain't going away yet. So there's still right. there's still opportunity. Um, so you've got Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, your website. You're doing some. Uh, you're doing some in-person events as well. Uh, do you have anything else up and coming that you you just want to announce? Uh, um, I got an in, man. Um, I got an interview with Lance. Um, 
Nice. I'm thinking that next Thursday, was that the 11th or 12th? That might be the 12th. So I got an interview. I got another podcast interview coming up. Um, I got. I had to check my email for the date. I'm sorry. I've been getting. I've been getting a lot of requests for for speaking. So it's a good problem um, to I, have. Good. Yeah, it's a great problem. <laughs> like being busy, you yeah. could be doing nothing, right? You could be doing nothing. So it's like I, I appreciate it, and I and I just want to take the time to everybody that supports me. I, I, from whether it's five people, ten people, listen to everybody that supports me, that reads, that subscribes to my website. I appreciate you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. My kids, thank you. We thank all the love and everything that everybody's been giving us and giving me. It, it doesn't go unnoticed. It, the shares, the likes, the even the people that don't like it, but they DM me because they don't want nobody to know they liked it. It's okay. I, I thank you too. I thank you too, and I appreciate you too. Nice. Um, and I, I feel like I recall us talking about you starting your own podcast at some point. Yeah, too, yeah, 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 yeah. They, I highly recommend one, it. It's a it's a day. great it's a great tool, and and you have a gift for for speech, you know, as well. Like you you you're I'm sure you're a great writer, but uh, you you have no issue talking clearly, <laughs> and I think, but that's good. Like that's the only reason I ended up here because I was like talking all the time, and they were like, yeah, okay. Here, just let him let him talk. Give him an hour. Maybe he'll shut up afterwards. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's but, how good of you and me, right? Like, yeah, yeah. But it it is a really good uh, it is a really good uh, like marketing and branding tool, and you could just get so much out of it. Sitting down, even if you did like thirty minutes, you don't even have to do a full hour. Sit down for thirty minutes once a week, do your thing, and then cut it up or have somebody else cut it up, and you'll be TikTok famous in no time. <laughs> right, we definitely going. We definitely going to talk about that um, off camera. We definitely going to talk because I, I definitely need that. I definitely need some of that. Some of that knowledge right there. And then um, the book release. Do you do you think? I mean, is it going to be like on all like well known? Um, I'm pushing right now. Pushing for all platforms, local bookstores, like, um, like Amazon. I gotta, I gotta, even yeah, I got yeah. definitely going to be on Amazon. I got uh, I got a meeting with a few bookstores coming up. So we, we're, we're pushing, we're pushing and, um, and anybody that's watching that, that has an outlet, um, definitely contact me. You can email me at, um, JD, what is it? JD, the author booking at gmail.com. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. JD, the author booking at gmail.com. Uh, so we could, we could talk and, um, try to figure out where this is. We could put this, we're willing to put this anywhere. Um, we could give you one to put on your, your, hold it up on your show you know yeah, yeah. so definitely you're definitely gonna get a signed copy nice nice so uh what's the name of the book again give them the full name um the name of the book is post-traumatic streets disorder a battle within and um the website once again your website www.jdtheauthor.com very cool all right everybody check it out my parting words to you all is stop complaining read his book and just when you think it's bad and things suck, it ain't that bad. Again, you've survived 100% of your hardest days if you're able to hear, consume in some way what we've discussed today. That's a really great batting average. Get that book and get some shit done. Exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. All right, well, thank you so much. Thank you, little man, for showing up, too. That's awesome to see. You're going to be doing this next. You got to get ready. Yeah. So look, he, he get ready. He got training camp coming. He got um training exactly. camp coming up for the, on Wednesday through Saturday. He got he got football camp. He's gonna be upstate New York. So we're gonna nice. be upstate with it. Nice. So he got yeah, the season, big season. This is this, um 11 U Brooklyn Titans. 
Let's go nice. Brooklyn Titans. Let's I'll go. Also coach, I also coach the Brooklyn Titans too. I'm one of the coaches. So, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'm not surprised by that. Very, really not <laughs> surprised by that. Well, thank you so much for coming on, man. Really a pleasure talking to you. We'll connect sometime in the next couple of weeks. The rest of you, we'll see you next week. Peace out. Thank you. that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Inning. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be frank about health to advocate for all of us. love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, live, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.